We're going to head over to uh, Brian and Frank, and we're going to talk some music business for the students and seeing like, you know, preparing for the future. So first and foremost, uh, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in. And, you know, I hope you are all staying well. Uh, today's show, we have Brian Wilkins, who is an artist manager, advisor, educator, entre educator entrepreneur. He runs one through seven entertainment. He's a, a uh, faculty over at the Frost School at the University of Miami. Frank Sico, he's the head of university relations and internship programs at the Universal Music Group. We're going to talk about what's now, we're, you know, what can students do. You know, so many are looking to graduate, uh, similar to what you know, you're going through, Christina, as well as you know, others are looking at internships and you know, future careers in the music. So we're going to talk about opportunities what you can utilize, you know, what you can do to utilize and the skills you've learned and what to, how to stand out and how to prepare yourself. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to invite up Brian Wilkins. Welcome, Brian. Hey, Peter. Thank you for having me. How, how are you? Where are you right now? I am at the Frost School of Music. I am on campus, safe distancing and social isolating. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here at school, actually. Mm -hmm. And you have a great microphone collection there. Yeah, well, this is, I'm actually in a, in a professor's office, so uh, she has a great everything in this office. It's the coolest place to hang out in, so that's why I'm uh, hanging out in here. She does have quite a lot of cool microphones, though. Right on. So you, I, I've known you for a while, and yeah. even, even more so, like, you've been in the industry 20 years around that, mm -hmm. and then some. Uh, you've held executive positions at Sony, BMG, Red, Ingrus, SFX Entertainment, Clear Channel, Pledge Music. I think that was around the time I met you. Cyber yeah. PR, uh, you've helped to create uh, the mobile music app, you know, CrowdStream, you know, and 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 on and on. So, you know, you yeah. really have been positioned in so many different areas of the music business and understanding, you know, from the hiring standpoint, from the students, from the operations. So, first and foremost, what you know, tell us about what's going on at the University of Miami and. How have you been adapting with the students, uh, working with them? Sure. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we are University of Miami, the Frost School, just like most all colleges are long distance learning now, virtual classes. Um, from what I've seen and what I've witnessed, I, I think it's gone, you know, fairly well. I mean, um, there's something about the engagement that I've noticed from the standpoint of these kind of platforms um, where everybody is... Uh, you know, I don't want to say more focused, but they're definitely engaged in what's going on. And, and you know, we have students here, um, as Christina knows, from all over the country, all over the world. And so, you know, even when you're doing live teaching in, in a sense of, you know, you're having a call at this time to go over these subjects, you might have students that are on the West Coast or some are in Hawaii or some are, you know, way overseas. And to see, like, those people up at four in the morning in whatever time zone they are, actively participating and interested in what's going on and asking great questions and staying engaged is, uh, you know, I, I, I've been, you know, I wouldn't say surprised, but but proud of it, you know. Right, and and, th and that's great to see. I mean, it's it's the dedication, and those are the people that will have that extra like you know, that extra oomph coming out there, you know, put in that dedication right now. We're all going through a challenging time, not just students, everybody. We're all in this boat together right now. So it's it's something that those that are do, pushing a little bit harder, that are going that extra mile there, are the ones that, you know, are going to get that, ex, that edge. So, yeah, for sure. so 
what are you saying to the students that are concerned about entering the field right now? And, and on a university level, what mm -hmm. are the resources that are available to them? Right. So, I mean, well, I'll take the second question first. Um, you know, as far as the, the University of Miami goes, um, you know, we have a great student center here, the Topple Center. Um, it's the resource center for all things forward career looking. Um, and I think they have a great, you know, there, there's a uh, program there that you can sign up for. And it's available to alumni of the school as well called Handshake. And, you know, you can sign on there. You can practice interviews. You can get your resume critiqued. There are updates on internships and whether those have gone virtual or they still exist. So I think a resource center like that on campus is, is great to have, you know. Um, other resources are obviously your professors and, and, you know, the people that you know and trust and are, you know, there to speak to you. And as, a, as someone who tries to advise some of our students here, um, you know, like just like Christina, I mean, I, I, I've had a, a number of students reach out to me on what is this going to look like and how is it going to go and, and you know like you said we don't have all the answers but there's certainly things that you know if you're looking forward to making connections that people in the know can can help you with you know um, and I think those are two resources that you should always look to no matter what sort of time we're in but even more so now that we are dealing with what we're dealing with in the world yeah and, and as you mentioned there, there is no precedent for this that nobody has no. the playbook so we're building out the best of our experiences to help just like, you know, for people to think, to come up with like new ideas. I, I always like to say, there's nothing like a good challenge to get the synapses firing. Right. So it's about right. that, you know, cre creating like your own path. So uh, Brian, we got, we have a lot to talk about, but, and I'd like to bring up Frank. Okay. So Frank uh, DeSico, who over at Universal, uh, Frank, you know, Welcome on, come on up. Thank you, I appreciate you having me, Peter, and Brian, thanks for uh, including me. Uh, I go back a very, very, very long time with Brian, so um, I'm happy to be here, and I'm glad uh, to see some students on here who are interested in learning what you guys can do and, uh, and doing the right thing. I'm here to help, uh, so I appreciate you having me. Um, I head up uh, Universal's uh, University Relations and Internship Programs. Uh, I came from, yeah, I came from, Sorry, I came from Sony Music. I was at Sony Music for a good 15, 15 plus years. I ran a uh, college marketing program there, again, working with students and trying to help, uh, you know, mentor and guide them into full-time entry-level positions, not only within Sony, but throughout the industry. And I, I really enjoyed doing that. I came on board as a, as a young intern into the music industry a very long time ago. So interning, and I became a college marketing representative um, and then into my full-time positions throughout the industry. So like Brian, within around 20 years all in. But now over at Universal, uh, yeah, we, we have decided to suspend <clears throat> our summer internship project, uh, our summer inter internship uh, program. Um, and we are focusing a lot of our efforts right now already on making uh, some changes and doing all we can to make sure that fall and the future of our, of our internship program is is uh, a much better internship experience overall. So, um, but with that said, you know, we have other opportunities within Universal for those graduating um, seniors. Um, I don't think any company, to be honest with you, is ever on like a hiring freeze. We're, you know, we're encouraging students to keep an eye out on our website and sign up for job alerts that match their interest and, 
and your experience. Um, so that way you're notified when jobs become open, right? So we never want to shy away from getting to know a talented uh, student who's graduating uh, for a full-time position. Uh, we want to keep those people within our talent pipeline for sure. And then we also have another um, you know, opportunity with our 1824 team. 1824 team at Universal Music Group is, is, is like a college marketing department, <clears throat> but on speed, these guys really took it to the next level, about 85 students across the country. Uh, if you think of like a brand ambassador position, um, they essentially act as an artist development team for the various labels within Universal Music Group filled with students who are really passionate about music, marketing experience, content creators. Um, and we, we, we lean on them as well to um, fill that talent pipeline. So between the internship program, the 1824 program, and our full-time roles, I work with all three uh, to make sure that we're developing a talent pipeline into the organization. And I think it's important for you all to make sure that you're attending meetings like this and listening in on what Brian and Peter, <clears throat> hopefully you, you take some of my advice, uh, but you know, educate yourself at this time. In addition to the education that you're getting at school, what else are you doing? Um, there's yeah, so many opportunities. Yeah, that's, that's a key thing. And I, and I know I want to uh, bring Brian back into that conversation, but you know, yeah. first we're going back just one second. You, you go, you were talking about like, there are you know areas that are hiring. Is there any particular like division that is hiring uh, more so than others? Like something in A and R, or are they looking or in marketing? Is there is there any particular areas that seem to be more open at this time? On our side, uh, you know, I might I might throw out digital marketing. Um, I think we're consistently looking for people right out of school um, who really navigate that world pretty well. You guys are living and breathing it from a social media standpoint to coming up with creative ideas. Um, the labels are always looking for uh, students on the digital marketing side, social side of things. Um, but I haven't really analyzed the openings yet to find out like what division is really hiring more. Uh, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. So, so when, when somebody is approaching you and you know, I'm going back to when I was applying for internships and we all were in that same boat of writing that email, writing that cover letter. You already have that anxiety of, you know, how do I craft the perfect, you know, perfect intro email to get somebody to look at my resume and to get that call back. In this time, in this current environment, is there something that is that is catching your eye? Like, because even more so, it's like, People are thinking, well, it's tough for me. I don't know how to approach somebody because I don't want it to seem callous or cold or like out of touch that I'm trying to apply for a job. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I could take it. I, I, I just think um, professionalism is such, such an important word in my mind. And, and when it comes to the way you're approaching things, obviously, I recommend all of you to be aggressive. Um, you need to be aggressive at this time. You have to follow through with people and make connections. But at the same time, you're being that aggressive. Um, you need to be extremely professional in the way you're handling those emails and reaching out to people. Um, it's also extremely important to have friends and family overlook your resume, right? Simple things like grammatical errors. These are things that I look for um, that I don't want to see, you know, and I know our talent acquisition team is the same way. It's a competitive industry, right? So Make sure you're just looking over your resume. Make sure you're asking friends their opinions or family members or mentors that you hopefully, you know, gained along the way to see what, you know, their take is on you sending that third email or when you should send that follow-up email. 
Um, but look, you're here. You obviously, you know, you care about what you're doing. You want to learn something. You can reach out to me. I, I'm, I'm pretty open and I'm pretty honest and I can give you an honest opinion on what you're trying to do or what, you know, on, on what you may be confused about on your approach. But that's what I look for. Um, yeah. And, and that's great because, you, and there's other things and it's tying in with courses there, you know, there's uh, UDMY, there's Coursera, and there's a few of those class, classes out there that are free right now. Uh, many are offering free or super discounted. And there are like how to draft that cover letter. So if there's a course and you have, if you, you can take some time. I know it's also getting around. It's like finals week uh, coming up right now. But if there's anything like that can add that to your skill set or something that you feel is missing, I think this kind of ties into and Brian being the entrepreneur that you that you are, you understand wearing multiple hats. And you know, talking about you know, Frank, I know we've spoken in the past, like you know, say A and R. Going back to A and R, it's like, well, what is an extra skill set that can be attached to it? So, like you know, being able to understand data, data interpolation, uh, extrapolation, and like just understanding yeah. that. So, Brian, what what are you looking at with like emerging markets as well? Like, not even just particularly at a label or publishing company something that you can utilize your music business skills that you've learned and tailor it to another market. Sure. Yeah. Well, I want to say, um, first of all, just, just to cap off what, what Frank was saying about being professional. I mean, I think that's super important. I think you should treat it in the same way in essence that you would if, if, if life hadn't really thrown us all a curve here, you know, you can't go to coffee with somebody right now, but if you're going to get on a, on one of these type of interviews or, or a say hello, or especially if you're going to reach out to someone like Frank of, of his caliber. And, and honestly, he's the best person in this entire music business that I know to be on this. And that's why I wanted, I was so glad when Frank joined us. I appreciate it, Brian. Thank you. You know, like, you know, don't, don't do it on your couch with your bed head, you know, be, be professional. Um, but to answer your question, Peter, um, you know, as everything, you know, in, in the music industry, and we're lucky to be in this industry, all of us, and you guys are all lucky to be entering it, is the way I feel. Um, but, you know, it, it never, you never stop learning, and it never stops growing, and you're always learning new things. And, and Frank and I both, you know, we could, we could regale about our times 15, 20 years ago and how different the industry was, but we've had to learn and adapt and do new things. And, and you know, now is a time where, the whole world is changing, so everybody's adapting and learning new things. And so I think it's important that you look for the opportunities and the growth and where, where is that happening? You know, data's been huge for a while now, but it's specifically, you know, growing tremendously um, because people want to know what's the data around your live stream? You know, what, what, what does that look like? What can, I, what can I gather from that to help my artists, to, you know, promote them, to do there's there's so many things around data that that is going to be growth industry you know and then and then there's also i mean i think we just read today and peter you might have seen this uh that tiktok grew its user base by 12 million people in march um so clearly there are things that are growing and continuing to grow in the, in the business and if i was coming into it and i had a particular interest especially in what frank was saying digital marketing I would be looking at those areas and learning as much as I possibly can about what's going on and the things that, you know, are going to be coming down um, or hopefully happening in the future. So, 
Yeah, I mean, to add to Brian, I, I, you know, I came over just so you, just so everybody here is, is understands how important you all are to the music industry. I mean, I came over from Sony over to Universal. I got to meet with a lot of the executives at Universal, and when I said I was taking over the internship program and dealing with university relations, they were so welcoming. Right? They they really value and appreciate what students have to say. Uh, obviously, you're the future of the industry. Obviously, hopefully, a lot of you are the future of our company. Um, so it's about me getting the right candidates in the pipeline. Educate yourself. You've got your, your, your school behind you, but what are you doing? Are you, are you attending more of these? Are you seeing these on LinkedIn and clicking, yes, I want to sign up and learn? You should be, um, because we are looking for students that have a diversified skill set across the board, right? I mean, this industry has changed so much over the past years that I've been doing this and Brian's been involved and Peter, right? So um, when you meet with a, can uh, with a hiring manager, um, you know, they're always going to want your perspective on things, where you're coming from, as do I. I've always been fortunate, I think, throughout my entire career to have students in my easily available for me to, you know, ask them their opinions and their their, their ideas and their thoughts and their creativity because ultimately it's it's them that made me shine and grow in this industry. So understand that you're valued and we need to hear from you. But at the same time, we want to make sure that when you're coming in for those positions that you know um, it's not just a music business background that's going to get you that job. What else are you learning? You know, can you create content? Do you know how to edit and mix things? Um, do you have that data analytical mind a little bit? Have you navigated some of those platforms? You know, and I always tell this story and um, I think it's important to say A&R has always been, right? Artist and repertoire has always been that, that job that a lot of students really want. And uh, I, when, I, when, I, when I meet with students and they say, oh, A&R, I want A&R. It's like, do you really understand what A&R is? Do you have a good understanding of it? Because you know, like Peter was mentioning, it's, it's, it's extremely data-driven right now. And if you're going to come in as an intern in the A&R world, you know, or as an entry level role, make sure you have a passion for that. Understanding. And, like mark you know. and yeah, sorry. And like marketing as well. I mean, there's so much data. It's like being able to create content. Uh, if, if you're, if that's the area you want to be in is being able to create content, transmedia, like how do I disseminate this and take this video or something and use it in different areas on different media? And then right. how do I analyze that? So going back, I mean, we, we mentioned passion, and of course, we're always looking for passionate people, but the passion takes you so far. It's about the conversation, and ask anybody in the music business, if we get together and we have a couple drinks at a bar and networking, it's like, we're just talking about the music business. Who do, how do you break into that is by being able to say, like, you know, Brian brought up, hey, Peter, you probably saw that about TikTok. Well, are you are people paying attention to the news? You don't have to be a journalist. You don't have to know every single detail, but to show something that, hey, I'm coming in I'm for an internship and I can drop that TikTok just acquired 65 million new users. To say just something like that shows that you're paying attention and to be able to have a conversation. And you don't have to be right. For me, when I was hiring a lot of interns, I'm like, I wasn't so concerned if you were right, if you came up with this idea, this opinion, like, oh, this is going to be the future. And if I didn't agree with it, it's not, that's, that's your opinion. It was my opinion. And that's not going to stop me from hiring you. It's going to say, Hey, you know, this person's thinking about that. 
and looking at it and they're analyzing and they're following. And that is what I found was very important to my hiring practices. So Frank, mm -hmm. like, you know, something like that, you know, to converse about the business. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a point I was trying to make with A&R too. It's like, be able to talk about it. Yeah, I like A&R. Okay, do you understand? Yeah, I do. I understand it. it's very data-driven. It'll always be passion. Always be passion for the music, 100%. But it's became a, you know, a data-driven uh, kind of world in the A&R space. Are you interested in looking and analyzing that data and watching trends grow and putting certain artists in buckets and seeing them over time and seeing the stream counts grow, seeing their social followings grow, right? That's... That's a lot to do with A&R. So like Peter's saying, like, come prepared, um, come with, and you know, it's also subscribing to digital music news, right? It's mm -hmm. as simple as that. Having it come to your phone, check, check the digital music news, DMN every morning, read a little bit about the industry, learn what's happening. So you feel confident and comfortable in any conversation that you're having. I mean, no one's ever going to know everything, but it's a good point. What Brian's mentioning, what Peter's mentioned, you have to come with some knowledge of what's happening with the digital service providers that we're working with, you know, streaming that's going on right now, the great social media stuff that's talking that we're all talking about. So I think, know, uh, I think that's yeah. a good point then. And, and, you know, uh, I think an, an, another thing is that sometimes your passions and the things that you're doing can lead you down a path or you might be doing things now that you, you, you love to do that you don't even know can be extremely helpful to you. Uh, you know, my, my first job out of college in the, in the quote unquote music business world was in radio. Um, and I was, I was on the air of the college radio station and loved it. But the reason that I got a foot in the door, so to speak, was that I also had a real interest in, in sort of early website developing and what was going on in the early online space. And I just happened to apply for, for, um, something in, and they didn't have anybody to help facilitate the radio station website. So I, you know, was the default person. Um, and I think, you know, even though Twitch is like an eight year old platform, I'm, I'm not a, a Twitch person. I'm trying to learn about it right now because I'm trying to catch up. But, um, you know, you may be somebody who spent uh, plenty of your extra time gaming or on Twitch or watching people game. And if you have the ability and you know that vocabulary and you know that community, and you know it inside out, then that's a skill set that you can put to use in a lot of places in the music industry right now. You know, like I was on a call last night. That's such a good point, yep. You know, I was on a call last night working on, on a new project with some uh, other people in the business, and we're talking about doing a live streaming slash touring thing. And, um, you know, one of the things that came up was like, wow, we really could use somebody who knows the platform inside and out and could be an advocate in that space if we decide to go as, as with a twitch free music plan so you know sometimes the things you do and the things you have passion about you 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 know can be extremely valuable yeah brian there's and that's an interesting you mentioned twitch because twitch right now i mean that is the biggest um you know adoption is the music right now on the twitch platform yeah. and you know people like karen allen and i had we did a video on, yeah. so on music industry city uh, video with Karen Allen, who's go she's making the rounds right now, and she will she tell is. you everything. She she literally wrote the book on Twitch for musicians. Right. So so and going back, so I, you know, here's something that ties in, and I, it ties in so much here is that what, uh, somebody here, uh, Roz, had a question is about saying that the music business student interested in A and R and editorial, uh, but starting a different major. Their program 
uh, has a rule that you can't intern for the first year. So now they're going to their senior year with no internship experience. Mm -hmm. You know, they, the, the issues they feel behind uh, and behind the people who have multiple internships under the belt with all the summer program canceled, are there any specific areas I should pursue? How do I compete against those with more professional experience? And I want to start in, I, if I can just start in, it's like editorial, things like that. You, you can start your own blog or you can just start writing on your social media, like things like, you know, I'm discovering, I saw this artist, write little blurbs, get used to putting together content. And you have these little pieces that you are developing your skill set and you're building an audience. So for me, I look at it as like, you know, a and editorial, go find some music to review, go, go put up a WordPress or a Wix site, you know, really quick and just make it a blog or just post on your social. So that'll also show like a hiring manager, you can show examples of your writing. So that that's a, my initial thought, but you two also are experts in this of what, you know, some other ideas. No, I mean that, yeah, I, I, you're right, Peter, but that is a really good question. Um, I forgot who you said, um, said it, but- It's Roz. Uh, Roz, I mean, it's, it's such a good question. It really is, and, and, and a lot of students ask that. I gotta be honest with you though, I, I've hired uh, interns, so many interns in my past, where it could be an incoming freshman um, compared to a junior that was going for that internship role within my department. But there was something about that incoming freshman, didn't have as much experience at all, um, but was able to convey to us and convince us that they were really hungry for this position. And it was a personality. It was the the work ethic that we saw in that meeting, right? So you have to have soft skills and hard skills. It's extremely important. So if you can convey that passion that you have and that drive that you have in that meeting, somehow think about it because you might blow away that student that's got you know, a resume with 19 different internships. It, it's very possible. So just keep that in mind as well. Um, and uh, and yeah, even even when going into a full-time position, that's just something you need to keep in mind. Sometimes a hiring manager, keeping in mind too that they are going to be with you for quite a while. It's that bond that you connect. It's that interview process. You know, it's it's going into that interview prepared with, I'll say it over and over again, but with passion, with drive, showing, being able to convince them that you have a great work ethic, uh, that might just put you over the top. So don't, don't worry about that totally, as much as you may be, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And, and, you know, like, listen, you can't worry about the internships that you weren't able to do this past year and someone else at some other school was able to do, you know, whatever those circumstances are, you can only look forward. And, you know, right now the circumstances are the circumstances for us all. So, you know, I wouldn't worry about the inexperience, but I would pursue these, these opportunities and I would, you know, like Peter said, you can create your own experiences. Now, if you're an A&R person or that's what you really want to do and you really have a passion for that, there's A&R going on every day. If you're checking all the streaming services, if you're looking at all the blogs, whatever you're doing, whatever you're, you're filtering through, you know. And so when you sit down with someone, hopefully at a, at, at a position or, or someone at, you know, in, in Frank's world, you can say, you know, I have a passion for this. And this is how I put my passion into action. And these are the things that I'm doing. And in fact, I found these three artists that I'm amazed with. And 
here's the data to support that they're on their way up. You know, like things like that are going to be, you know, I would much rather see that. And if, if I was sitting across the table with someone than someone to say, well, you know, I, I interned last year here and I interned there and, um, you know, I, w- I want to see that passion. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, uh, I completely agree. Thank yeah. you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and basically, uh, so I'm going to uh, wrap up this segment with like two, just two other questions. And, you know, one, you know, uh, they're wondering, uh, it's Chloe, it's wondering, you know, music business students are recommended to learn other skills like Python, SQL, or Tableau, you know, especially for international students, they're finding it's difficult to get an H1B visa, uh, you know, and sponsors and, you know, limited to H1 visas, engineer related jobs. So is it necessary to learn that? Uh, it depends on what's, uh, where, what you want to get into, but anything with like a data, it's such a data-driven uh, you know, industry that you know, it, it doesn't hurt if you want to be in there or if you want to just take a course to be able to understand, like just being able to understand how data works and how data can be uh, extrapolated and things like that. But, you know, uh, Brian, I know you more, yeah. you worked on like, you know, in, on that entrepreneur side and as a startup. Right. Yeah. So, so, so you had to do handle different things and understand how yeah. the technology works. Yeah, I think you know. Look, um, and Frank mentioned this um, when we spoke the other day. You know, like that has become such an important part of the business. I mean, it's it's always been important, but even more so now. Um, and I think if you're if you're trying to learn those things, I mean. It's, it's never a bad idea, especially if you have the time and, and sort of the wherewithal to do it. Um, and I would certainly go down that road. You know, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine who, who works with Chartmetric the other day, and we were discussing the data behind artists and how their platform is changing given all that's going on right now. So the actual data collection industry is adapting to this as well. So it's the perfect time to if that's if you have that passion or that's something you want to get interested in or you're interested in it period and that can go across a lot of different positions because myself as an artist manager it's vital to know what's going on where my artist is, you know even for the world that we're in now so you know i think it's super important and um it's a great space to learn and a great space for growth and opportunity as we've talked about yeah, and even understanding Excel, like for me, Google Sheets is my best friend for everything. And if you're looking at artist management, right. to be able to put together, you know, tour, you know, tour uh, specs sure. and, and things like that. I'm coming around to Airtable, though. I got to say, okay. I'm coming I'll, around to Airtable here lately. I'll have to but, check that yeah. out. It's I've been seeing a lot of sponsored in my feed. So uh, yeah. I want to I get back to just, I want to end up, uh, we're going to finalize on this question here, and then we're going to open it up. Uh, and this one, I think, you know, Frank, you touched upon it. And maybe if we could just dive a little bit deeper, it's, it's a real difficult answer because, you know, two things. Well, first is, you know, summer, a lot of summer internships are canceled, but they want to intern at the fall. Like at what point in the summer do you think would be a good time to apply for fall internships? And then how do you balance between being aggressive and not being pushy at the same time. And I, you said, you know, follow up, be, you got to be aggressive. You got to follow up. You got to follow up. You got to hit that third email. But, at, you know, is there a nice time frame between the follow ups? Is it's, you know, it's, it's, it's all like you, you never know because the person might have a busy day. 
and you never know. It's like you're being too pushy. So what do you find? Is yeah, that- I mean, look, I think um, just going back to the first point you were making or a point you made about when do you apply for fall? Look, you're looking at the companies that you want to work for. You're looking at these brands that you want to be a part of, right? As far as an internship, you keep an eye on them because at some point they're going to post their fall opportunity, as are we, right? And that time for me might be at the end of June. So you want to be ready to go. Um, and you want to, you know, whether you're checking once a week at these companies, you know, I would start looking at the end of June into July, making sure that you're, you know, seeing those opportunities that are being posted for internships. But a division like 1824 or a brand ambassador position, you know, Sony has them, Warner has them, and so many other companies have them as well. To help build your resume, keep looking at them as well, right? So if you're not getting in at a specific company, look to be a brand ambassador as well um, to build that resume. There's so many brands and companies that would love to have a student to, you know, obviously you want to connect with that that brand and be a fan of it. But look as much as you can throughout June and July for those fall opportunities. Look now for those brand ambassador roles. Um, being pushy. I think, it, you know, again, as long as you're being professional, you're not coming out every week with just following up again. You maybe follow up once and three weeks go by, and then you follow up again after that third week. And then after that third week, I'd pause. I'd start looking everywhere else and keeping, you know, never keep your eggs in one basket. I don't care how much you love Universal Music Group, my advice to you, or how much you might love the artists at Sony. My advice is never to keep your eggs in one basket. You guys are too gifted. You got a great education behind you. You make sure that you're, you know, you're going out there and you're looking at other brands and other companies and applying. That right, right there, Frank, that, that is amazing advice is spread it out. And, and just for the people that are just getting started and the, the three of us know very well that, Following up is something you're going to be doing for the rest of your life in the music business. And even that's when you know the people or you're friends with them and your business colleagues. And, you know, it's, it's something that you send out an email and you're trying to get a reply for whatever it is. It's a business deal or it's a, a lunch or just to catch up or, hey, can like you get we- hmm? I feel like we could do a, an entire uh, a talk on following up, man. It's it's a skill set, and there's you know there's things within it that are are skill sets. Uh, yeah, I, I did want to say though, real quick, you know, like uh, I have seen a few um, opportunities out there for virtual internships, and I think that's something that you can look for too. You know, I was I was on a call a uh, week before last. One of the more powerful, uh, you know, uh, attorneys in the music business at the end of the call like this, gave out his email and said, listen, I'm actively looking for virtual internships. So, you know, while, while it may be frozen right now for some companies and keep your eye out because some people are still looking for that, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they're still welcoming those kinds of opportunities. So I just wanted to say that as well. Um, That's great advice. So thank you both. This has been fantastic. Christina, that, thank you so much. That was an amazing, wonderful performance. Brian, Frank, uh, this is, you know, I can't thank you enough.